Superhighway Live. It's Rick Lupert here, the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway. You're literally behind it. If you were to just sort of push the Poetry Superhighway a little to the left or the right, you'd see him peeking out at work. How are you doing today? It's the uh, May 2014 edition of our worldwide open reading, Poetry Superhighway Live. And you, ladies and gentlemen, are invited to call in and read your poetry. And the call is 866 We have no content, no restrictions in Poetry Superhighway Live. I for next month earlier today, they, they asked you to select whether the show is for everyone or if it's rated PG-15 or something. And I, I put everyone. But then I go ahead and say, I don't know. I guess I'd select one more lot of options in case anyone wants to read their poetry nude. Anyway, call in. The number six four six seven one six seven three six two. 7362 We'll be uh, talking to you for the next hour of the poetry. We'll be uh, listening to your poems uh, and ask about what's going on in poetry. We want to uh, reading, doing, what uh, what project, what's your latest book, tell us about your website, uh, tell us about a contest that you think is cool, tell us about a reading in your town that you go to that you think is cool. Then, Area X46, your National Poetry Month this year, and if you didn't have the chance to uh, check out our poetry writing prompts that we published last month, well, do so. Go to the Poetry Superhighway, click under Special Projects, and there you'll have uh, poetry writing prompts. You'll see uh, a, a submenu there, and you can check out the prompt that we published every single day. That is, we published a different prompt every single day. Chosen from email submissions for something to write. Well, there you have time to write something. The classic, I don't know what to write about poem. That's always fun. Or you can look at this list of 30 different writing prompts, all submitted by different poetry practices and beating uh, up the National Poetry Month, all on one day. There are 15 prompts there, are there as well. Uh, it's an ongoing forever resource. Exciting. Poetry contest. Seems like there's always something going on. We finish one project and another one starts. It's uh, it's the thing we do here. We step all along. Poetry step. So this will be our sixth annual poetry contest. Started at Mumbai. Figured out there. It's a cool thing. Uh, it's uh, one of the unique things about our contest is that every single person. Uh, we've been able to do this every year for 
the entire 16-year of the well, I guess test. It's a dollar per poem to enter. It's pretty reasonable. You can enter one poem for a dollar. You can enter 50 poems for $50, whatever you want. The get sent to the judges. They will read them all. They will send them back to me with the scores. Your names won't be on there. They won't know whose poems they're reading. They happen to be your best friend and have already had poetry. Uh, but hopefully that won't be the case. Not that you shouldn't have a best friend who's lucky enough or to have the honor of being a judge of which it's not what I mean. Um, and at the end, we'll look at uh, scores and uh, uh, we'll rise to the top and those three winners will win the contest. Uh, they will divide up all the entry fees. The uh, the uh, 50% of the money taken in will go to the first winner. Regardless of their score, because of the generosity of the many people sponsor our cost every year, over the surprise of check out a test page from Mr. and kinds of places that have been donated books of poetry, subscriptions to literary journals, services of interest to poets. Sometimes it's you know an hour or two of editorial consultation. Uh, we've had artwork donated. We've had uh, coupons uh, and discounts to uh, purchase products on, on websites and that kind of thing. So it's pretty cool. And uh, again, as I mentioned, we have been able to take every single person and our generosity of our many sisters. Because uh, it sounds like the contest is happening right now, and I'm soliciting your entries. I'm not. The contest doesn't start until the middle of July. So I might tell you about that. Because right now, it's very might be interested in donating a poetry book or five poetry books or a number of selections from a press that you run, whether it's chat books or anything of nature. Maybe it's broad or to some of you, etc. I made this assessment a couple of weeks ago in the weekly post for Hybrid Letter. By the way, I'm going to here to let you know that uh, the number to call in if you want to call in and read a poem is 646-716-7362. Call in now. Uh, better to call in earlier in the show. We tend to get a lot of calls at the end of the show. We aren't everyone. We're open to the beginning. Right is on to call to read a poem. Sponsors. We have a form on our website, but there was a little bit of a technical glitch where a number of people, uh, unless you were using a particular web browser on a particular computer, instead of uh, the form actually submitting, it just kind of reset. So if you previously, uh, in the last couple of weeks, submitted a, uh, uh, the contest sponsorship form and you did not receive a confirmation email, or didn't, and the firm just you weren't, you didn't see in the thank you for submitting your request. That means that your session goes through. So we made changes to our 
worked on it, we finally got it right. And uh, so we need you to go again. And, and terribly sorry if this is you and you uh, didn't uh, and have to do this again. But we definitely uh, want your sponsorship and are very much appreciative that you're interested in sponsoring. Please go to um, Right first, the big image right at the top of the post of the week was the like that. Click on that and you'll be taken to our brand new form, which I worked very hard on last night. Thank you. List your prizes in if you're if you're doing a submitting a book of poetry, it would be great if uh, it said something like you know, one copy of book and it quotes the title of the book by Author's name, or it's two copies of book by author's name, or it's three subscriptions to such and such literary journal. I could go on, uh, but the format is there. It really helps us out a lot. <clears throat> excuse me, helps us out a lot if you follow that format because I have to kind of assemble this information and put it online in the right format. Um, all of those guys, you and we get for sponsoring. This is you give us our eternal gratitude. Uh, you will be listed as a sponsor um, on the uh, on all on the uh, contest page. You will uh, receive a uh, when we do the first contest, we'll receive um, a free classified ad in our poetry superhighway classified section, and that's both online on our website, uh, which is accessible 24 hours a day, all the time, as well as in a weekly newsletter. If you're listening to this, probably. But if not, you subscribe to click on the post for and then up right corner enter your email and you can get our weekly email. Um so in that newsletter where we where we put our, our weekly news, we, we list who the poets of the week are uh, for that week. You do know we publish two poets of the week every week, don't you? You should submit poetry for that. My God. Uh we, we publish new links to poetry and writing-related websites every week. If you're looking for places to submit your work or cool poetry links, they're all right there, the newest links that week. <clears throat> we have an online directory, by the way, of thousands of poetry links on our website. You should check that out and submit your website if you're not already a member of it. Um, uh, et cetera, um, but again, at the end of that uh, newsletter is the classified It goes out to thousands of poets and writers every single week. Um, now, typically, we charge five bucks a week to include an ad in the classified section um, with discounts starting at uh, runs of four weeks. Um, a little bit more you can, if you want to put a, um, a graphic ad in there, a text and a graphic, and then the other thing. You can get all the rates just an email to classifieds at poetrysuperhighway.com. But if you're a Poetry Superhighway Contest sponsor, you get free classified ad a free text classified ad for the duration of the contest. Um, that's mid-July through mid-October. <clears throat> Typically, actually, I just kind of extend it to the end of October because I'm nice like that. And uh, that's uh, your poetry-related message, a promotion of your book, your website, your contest, your press, your contest, whatever, going out free to the thousands of people who are poets and writers. This is not sent out to people who have nothing to do with poetry and writing. This is not randomly put up on a billboard outside. This is sent in email directly to poets and writers. So 
um, it's a very cool thing, and it's uh, and you know you can donate to the contest uh, to be a sponsor as little as one poetry book to uh, to get that benefit to get all the benefits of being a sponsorship. Um, we would love it if you could donate more because um, we again have to send prizes out to all of our contest entrants, and um, we love being able to do that. So it's uh, very generous if you consider donating more, but one is enough. So check it out again. There's a big giant. Uh, Banner on the top of the Poetry Superhighway website that says sponsor the 2014 Poetry Superhighway contest. Click on it. Our form is working. Again, if you submitted your form in the last couple of weeks um, and didn't get a confirmation email, we, we need you to do it again. We had some uh, technical errors which prevented him from going through. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've blabbered my face off, and it's time to get to our uh, callers. Um, again, if you'd like to call in and read a poem, the number is 646 is from the 614 area code. Hello. Hey, Vincent, come out there. So, Hello. Don't get any name. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I've got a real bad, bad connection. It's been choppy even while you were talking. So, um, is it better now? Yes, better now. Yeah, perhaps I should. Uh, perhaps I should uh, chat back in. Well, I can hear you fine. All right, now you, um, uh, do, do, uh, how's it going in Westerville, Ohio? It's going great. It's going great, Rick. Uh, you know, just uh, enjoying the weekend and uh, ready to just spend some time with my family. That's great. So, nice long weekend about, to do how that. How about huh? you? How did your event go? Yeah, yeah. How did your event go uh, in uh, at the Union? The Pico Union. The Yeah. Hey, hey uh, Rick. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call back in because I got this. I can't really hear anything you're saying, so uh, I'll go ahead and call back okay. in, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right. Sounds good, Vincent. Hey, thanks a lot. Sure. Okay. Well, so I guess Vincent has my connection. It's a great time. Call John. That number is uh, uh, four six seven six seven three six two. Call in now. Um, we got nothing but open open lines at this point. I guess there was a, a connection error, so uh, so could you call at this point? Um, <clears throat> all right. So, um, well, I don't know if you checked out our uh, Poetry Superhighway Poets of the Week page this week, but I'm very excited that. Uh, we are presenting a couple of our this are Alf Monday from Harriman, Tennessee, and uh, also uh, Giuseppe Martino. May or may not be how you actually pronounce that, but he is from. He lists himself as from one of the uh, one of those gated golf course over fifty five lunatic 
in Southern California. I quickly asked people to let us to the city calling in. I mean, they're because uh, uh, I think it's kind of cool to be able to, uh, you know, uh, as as we publish new poets of the week, to be able to poets from all over the world, literally, um, Australia, the Middle East, um, the Far East, uh, Russia, the former Vietnam, America, there is a con- content, I should say, that is uh, from the internet as a public on the Poetry Superhighway, so um, that's pretty cool. Um, we are um, awfully excited to present so many poets, So, and, and what's cool do this single week, and uh, um, and still we managed this. I don't know, doing Poetry Highway since something like that. Um, and um, it is uh, we've we still manage to have who we answered every week. So it's their work. Um, just click on Poets of the Week and you will find it there. Uh, pretty cool. I typically, I typically enjoy all the poetry I put up, but uh, I'm just these uh, kind of fun, uh, sort of a, a tug-in-cheek um, send-up of the 50th anniversary of the JFK um, assassination. Nothing to laugh about, of course, but um, but uh, but basically, he. I think you'll enjoy. And wouldn't it be who's a poet of the week? Huh? That's not a rhetorical question. Please answer where you are out loud. Doesn't matter who's next to you. Just just explain that. See, there's no good reason. Um, and that is why we ask uh, you to send us poetry. We uh, we have specific guidelines. Check them out. Click on. Uh, click on. Um, our submission guidelines link under the poetry le- menu on the Poetry Superhighway website, and you can see all our guidelines there. But basically, we want you to put your poems in an email. We want you to uh, make sure they're not double-spaced. A lot of weird things happen when you uh, when people cut and paste from Word documents, and there's uh, there's, uh, there's uh, uh, unintentional double spacing. So please check that out. And um, we uh, we uh, so you put you know, a few poems that are our guideline. We don't define what that means. And not only do uh, so you, we also ask that you include a bio of uh, of yourself in there, which includes what city you live in, because as I mentioned, we love to have. We would love to have a, a kind of a cool global sense of, of of the reach of the Poetry Superhighway. And it's also really cool to know, especially if if you're in one place you see poetry from another place of the world, that when, when you get published, people all over the world are reading the poems, you know what I'm saying? So um, there you go. That's that. Um, and you send the, send them to a POTW at Poetry Superhighway. And uh, we read the poems every week, and uh, we read the new poems coming every week. And sometimes we put.
put poems online that, that have come in that week. Sometimes we uh, reach back. We actually keep uh, all of the submissions for six months. And, uh, you know, we're on our instant team of web, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Frankly, it's none of your business. Um, so, uh, and week is the best mix of two poets online each week. And, uh, and I chose them from those email submissions. And, and there you go. If you're selected as a Poet of the Week, um, then uh, the other guideline that we have that goes along with that is that, you're, that any individual is eligible to be Poet of the Week once during the calendar year. Which means that your publication in February of 2014, you were at any time in 2014, you're not eligible to submit work again until the following calendar year. Um, there is an exception to that for we do sometimes do special projects like our uh, Holocaust Memorial issue, <clears throat> which you're, anyone is welcome to submit to, regardless if they were already a featured post that year. Um, you know, there's nothing to do with our project. Submit our contest or post exchange, etc. It doesn't pull you away from submitting post that we But publishing that you can the next year. Um, if you're not published, there's the thing. We don't send out rejection letters. Sometimes that's a little confusing to everyone. Um, you should just know that after six months, if you haven't heard from us on a particular submission, we are not using that submission. We automatically just delete uh, the submissions that we haven't used once they are over six months old. Um, so that's that. And uh, the other, but the other piece though is that if that you're also welcome, if you haven't heard from us, to submit more poetry. You can submit every week if you want. Frankly, that's a little obnoxious, but you can. There's no uh, prohibition. So if you haven't heard from us in a month and you're getting antsy and you think, well, maybe we didn't strike their fancy right away, I'm going to try again. That's fine. As long as you haven't published that, you're welcome to submit again. Right. What happens? Uh, but we have an online at this point. Hello, how are you today? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Just waking up, found out your show was on, and I'm like, oh, I better get on the one. I've missed chatting to Rick. <laughs> and and we you, uh, by the way. But you know, you you were on last month, I think. So it's it's you know every opportunity has been seized. Oh, there you go. Time flies so quickly. I thought it would have been two months since I'd been on, but if I was on last month, then very good. Thank you. But maybe it's just because your voice is fresh and on. Maybe. So you're, I know you're calling from Australia, um, but I, I remind us of your name and what city that you're calling from down there. Yep, yep. Uh, the name's Neville Hyatt, otherwise known as the Bard from Ballarat, because I'm calling right. from Ballarat, which is in Victoria, down the southeast corner. Great. And uh, do you have a poem for us, Neville? Yeah, this is one I wrote recently. It's called uh, Childhood. She was born to children, yet she never had a childhood. Escaping into other worlds inside a book, hiding away where no one else would look. Her classmates called her by name. It was defeat. She painted pictures in her head, holding her teddy tight to keep away the fright from the night. A little girl to a woman, Teddy never left her bed as she continued to paint pictures in her head. Then one day she took a stand and picked up a paintbrush in her hand. Now no longer called defeat. Critics are throwing accolades at her feet. 
no longer curled up in tears on the floor. She watches as the auction prices continue to soar. She wields the brush like a sword, and now her inner child lives in harmonious accord. She still paints pictures in her head, except now they hang over someone else's bed. And that's that piece. Nice, Neville. Thanks for sharing it. Thank you. you. Let me ask you a question. We, you know, we get a lot of different styles here, and you know, some people are completely comfortable writing writing poetry confidently. Um, uh, others, others have to be doing. Do you, do you write? Uh, as as a natural tendency, I uh, seem to write rhyming pieces, um, but quite often, especially the the more I tend to write now, um, since I've been writing um, more as a as a career than as a hobby. Um, I do seem to be writing a lot more of non-rhyming pieces um, <laughs> or pieces that have a rhyming line here or there and most of the other lines don't rhyme. So as as a natural tendency, the rhymes still seem to happen more naturally for me. Uh, it seems to be how my brain's wired and trained. Um, but the other pieces do seem to come out more um, as, as the unrhyming ones. Do you find one of the styles to be more challenging than the other? Um, it, it, can, it can vary because I, although I do naturally rhyme, sometimes if I'm trying to, if I'm halfway through a piece and I'm thinking of a line, sometimes it's hard to find a rhyme for that one. Um, whereas sometimes it's hard if I'm writing a piece that seems to be coming out as a, non-rhyming piece and then I start rhyming in it and I'm like well, do I want to throw that in or do I want to change the word so it doesn't rhyme or so yeah I, I, I wouldn't say one or the other is more challenging it just depends on on the piece and and what I'm writing about at the time interesting you know one of the uh, when people start to write they tend to write rhyming poetry and you know you, when people are initially you know when we all start to write we're not necessarily particularly good and I and and new you know, poets writing rhyming poetry, you, you might find that some of the rhymes are more obvious, which, which you know, to me, I think, from I write rhyming myself, I find writing a rhyming piece more challenging because, um, you know, the words that rhyme, you know, might be very quick, might not have the word piece, you know, and you're, you're limited, to, you know, it's more of a challenging thing to find you know, a great word that rhymes that isn't just a word that happens to rhyme that makes it sort of flow along. Yeah, I, I completely hear what you're saying there. I mean, for me, it's not like I've ever sort of sat down with a, a dictionary or a thesaurus trying to find a rhyming word. To me, when I'm writing, it just comes out that way. So it's either there or it's not. I've never tried to sort of force a rhyme uh, for rhyming's sake. If it's not there, I won't use it. <clears throat> there you go. Someone said that sometimes there's very complex schemes, of course. Sometimes uh, you might be positive that it has that rhyme scheme, and then those, to me, sometimes are the 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 really impressive rhymes where, you, where you're not even aware that the that the rhyme scheme is happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly uh, certainly not up to the talent of Doctor Zeus, that's for certain. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's uh, that's. that's uh, it, it might get easier when you just you know invent new words as he did you know 
Uh, gosh, there isn't a word for this. How about kerfuffle? Okay, great. That fits. Um, I last time I had a chance to go to the, the doctor's memorial and, um, in uh, Springfield in Massachusetts. Uh, uh, maybe there's some Springfield, I forget what state it's in. Uh, but um, there's actually a sculpture garden outside this museum. This is where he lived and had a lot of his initial inspiration with, with life-size uh, sculptures of all of the characters from the book. And it's, it's really cool. It may be the only thing in Springfield. No offense. And let's use that. Uh, but the museum is really it is cool and it's worth looking at if you're in. Sounds like an interesting place. Might have to add that one to the bucket list. <clears throat> Do it. Um, Vincent, anything uh, going on in your poetry world you want to share before I uh, let you go? Yeah, actually, um, I've actually got my debut CDs. I've recorded a lot of my poems under CDs and they're being released uh, next month. So... Um, if anyone wants to hear the Aussie accent uh, for about half an hour or so for solid poetry, um, you can jump on my website or Facebook page and um, check them out. You want to see what the Facebook page is? Yeah, yeah, the Facebook page is The Bard from Ballarat and the website is Neville Hyatt, that's H-I-A-T-T dot com. Great. And how do you spell Ballarat? Uh, B-A-L-L-A-R-A-T. Ballarat. Great. Well, well, good morning. You have a great day uh, down there. And thank you so much for, for calling today. No worries. Thanks for having me on the show. And I look forward to uh, tuning in next month. All right. Cool. Me too. That's Thanks, uh, uh, Thank you, Neville, from uh, uh, Ballarat. I guess if you're listening from Australia, that's not necessarily that exciting. On the other hand, it could be exciting because you could be thinking, wow, there's someone on the wide reach of the poetry superhighway. All right, the number for you to call in, ladies and gentlemen, is area code 646 Got half an hour left in the and of a conversation you like with them about what's going on in your poetry world, um, etc. Um, before we get to our next caller, it's the half hour mark of the show, and whenever I have a new uh, spoken word track, um, I'll play it at a uh, point. Um, when I think spoken word track, this is something as opposed to you just calling in and, in and reading your poem, maybe something that you've recorded and you've mixed in a unique way, maybe you've added music or sound or something like that, and I encourage you, I invite you to uh, email me um, an MP3 of a spoken word that you can send it to me at, at postsuperhighway.com. And uh, for consideration and thanking it this segment of the show, I have a track for you to play from D. Sunshine. Um, he is uh, uh, he's recording poems from his various poetry collections, including a collection Bad Bad Sea, which I'm going to be playing at home for you uh, right now. So this is the poem Songs Are Like Tattoos from D. Sunshine. This night I'm strung up as two cats on heat up the wall and halfway across the ceiling reeling free in the fucked up morning screaming silently in the silent city 
dreams have gone to sleep, and a million television sets sit coldly, lonely, in forgotten corners, and I sit cold, alone, in the blue, untalking light, wishing wishes and pissing into the hurricane. Out there, in the darkness, another window blazes out tungsten sorrow, high frequency tension, a fellow sufferer reviling against Morpheus's caress for three in the morning, dark madness. But this is not Chelsea Hotel. Joni Mitchell is not at her piano playing blue. All right, was the track Songs Are Like Tattoos from D. Sunshine's collection, The Bad Seed. He has a SoundCloud site with many folks and wax. I think for literally listening to anyone, it's soundcloud.com slash D. Sunshine dash bad seed. I'm going to post that in the chat room right now in case you want to click over there and uh, and check out more of those. Actually, you should do it after the show. Collection the CD is a free book you can download www.oko.com and his website is www.rembol.org.uk Europe and Asia since 2006, basically on the road as a traveling writer, musician, and New Age gypsy. I was very excited to get his links to his uh, MP3s. Uh, it's been a while since I submitted this MP3. It's really cool. Of course, I have poetry and on it's an opinion. I think you could teach that you do. Um, I think it's a whole different art form to mix your poetry with music and other kinds of things. It's it's mixed media in a sense, and and it's cool. So I like to highlight those at the um, half-hour mark of our monthly show. So if you've got something, please email, email me at getpoetry.com and I'll play it. Our next caller is from the 310 area code. Hi. Hi. Can you hear Hi. me? I can hear you. Okay, Who's this? this is Jean Colonymous. Hi, Rick. Hi, Jean. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm getting strange reception up here, although right now it's pretty straight. Uh, otherwise, you're wavy gravy. <laughs> is that a good thing? 
<laughs> well, I haven't figured it out yet. You know, it, it's it's um, it, it's a word and then a blip and then a word and then a blip. So I'm thinking it might be an interesting poetic rhythm for something. Are you saying that 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 the the sound you're getting out of the uh, out of the um, out of the uh, the broadcast is kind of yes coming out? Okay. That's to know. I understand what's happening, but I don't know. But um, I'm glad to be talking to you now. Yes, <laughs> too. It's very interesting. Anyway, how are you? I'm in great. Um, I'm in real good. good to you're coming from Topanga, California, by the way, for people who are uh, yes. uh, not, not. So, uh, so there you go. Um, and um, and uh, do, you, do you have a poem to share with us? I do. Um, the title is Part Of. And there is something holy about being a single cell among many. There is something divine about being part of nature's smells, tastes, negations, its ebb and flowing tides. There is something weightless and inexplicable about this walk on earth, this time. That's it. Thank you. I love, I love poem. It's very cool to hear a poem. You know, that concept there. There's something you don't actually tell us what it is, you know, uh, and 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 uh, it just leaves a lot for us to kind of envision. You know, I wrote it. Um. When I started hiking way into the hills of um, Los Angeles, and that's what came out of one of my hikes. <laughs> so that's great. You, you, do you live in, now? I know Topanga is uh, is is a big street that that goes through the San Fernando Valley, but a lot of it is is up in the mountains itself. Do you live in the mountains in Topanga? I live four miles up from the wa- from the ocean, mm. so I'm on the west side of the mountain of the canyon, rather, um, closer to the west side than the valley. And that's, that's great. About so it. it's. That's that's, that's great. I, I, it's a lovely part of uh, lovely part of town. Uh, it's it's one of those places yeah. in, in uh, you know Southern California has that that thing where you can drive in a few miles in any direction and be in a completely different world, basically. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Even the hiking, you know, you can just uh, hike <laughs> and. Uh, Right off, like, um, Sunset Boulevard, there are hikes off to, up Mandeville Canyon, and you just wind up, and uh, and you're someplace magical. <laughs> so, yeah. Indeed. 
Do you uh, do you do you have anything going on in in poetry that you want to mention? Uh, uh, you know, um, I don't. Well, I have um, a chapbook coming out uh, called Art Farm um, by Finishing Line Press this uh, this fall, but it's it's a long it's a long way off yet. But I did want to. Um, Advertise, talk up um, Tales by the Sea. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Rick. Anne Buxy is a, it's in Malibu. She's a um, producer that she produces storytelling events four times a year. Mm-hmm. And it's, going, it's called Tales by the Sea. And it's going to be at the Malibu West Beach Club. Uh, 30756 West Pacific Coast Highway and in Malibu and to reserve call 310-457-2385 I don't know if you've ever been to any one of these but um, she um, Anne has some of the best storytellers uh, in the world, really, uh, from all over the world. And this one on June 22nd, the theme is belief. Hmm. Is this, did you say Ann Buxy? Yeah. Is it? Because I've been in contact with another poet, Ellen Reich, who... uh, That's right. Okay, because I... This is the same series because uh, I I'm actually reading uh, it the series in that's November. Right. When are you reading, so. Rick? I I it's not until November, but it's uh, uh, I'm excited about it. It's it seems like you know I haven't been to the series before, and I should try to get out there before uh, before I I read. But the idea of going to Malibu to do a poetry reading sounds very exciting to me. It's it's a wonderful series and. Um, Actually, Ellen talked about your coming. Ellen Reich's series is called Poetry by the Sea. And it's in Malibu, but it's at a different place. And um, the the next poetry event by the sea is going to be August 3rd. And then you're the next one in November, the one after the one in August. But this is... Um, Tales by the Sea, which is prose, uh, performance mm. artists, I would say. And, um, oh gosh, I don't know if you know Jude Narita or Suzanne Wang or Wendy Hammer. Uh, she's going to be at the next uh, Tales by the Sea, which is prose. I'm familiar with Suzanne Wang. I've I've seen her read at uh, Beyond Baroque, I think. Um, oh, okay. Well, cool. I think uh, I think all poetry of any kind should be referred to as by the sea. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> so. Well, Jean, I, I want to mention also Jean was uh, a Poet of the Week last week uh, with Taylor Graham, two California poets, uh, and Taylor is a, a repeat offender. She's been a Poet of the Week 
a number of times on Poetry Superhighway since we since we started up. Um, she's a, a, a dog a rescue trainer, mm. a trainer of rescue dogs and a rescuer of dogs, I would imagine, in Plackerville, California. Um, and so you uh, were paired with her last week uh, with your poem. Thank you, C- Rick. C- CEO. I wonder, do you happen to have it uh, handy? Would you be interested in reading that one? Sure. Um, let me, uh, let's see. I have to go into I put into uh, Jean on the spot, and now she has to find yeah, the poem no. that I've like asked Yeah, I'm her. not nervous enough. <laughs> I, well, t- you know, just imagine us all naked. It's just the entire world okay. naked listening to your uh, poem. While you're looking for it, I'll just mention uh, we've got about uh, 15 minutes left in the show. If anyone else wants to call in, number is 646-716-7362. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, uh, share a poem and tell us a little bit about what's going on in your poetry world. Um, 646-716-7362. Okay. All right, you got it, Jean? I do. Uh, the title is, and thank you, Rick, that's very sweet of you. The title is CEO Eve. A suit pens between Apple and the Eden Group. CEO Eve is suing the tech giant for using her bitten apple as a logo without her permission, a symbol that is now iconic. The suit goes before the Supreme Court in June and could yield the Eden Group $10 billion, an amount the U.S. government spent in one week fighting the war in Iraq. It's a ridiculous amount of money to spend in a single day on anything. (laughs) It's always just... it's. Inexplicable. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay, Rick. Well, Jean, thank thank you you so much much. for uh, for calling in, and um, and I'm sure I'll see you around town soon. And um, and have a have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. That was uh, Jean Colonimus calling from Topanga, California. Lovely Topanga, California. I'm on a mountain in between the ocean and the San Fernando Valley. Can't go wrong with that. The number to call in, ladies and gentlemen, is 646-716-7362. Call in get yourself in before we uh, go off the air in just over 10 minutes. Our next caller is um, Blocked Number. Hello. Hello, Rick. Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, the only person who refuses to unblock his number. I might as well just just say it must be Michael from Birmingham, Alabama when I see a a blog number. Yeah, but when it's not... Well, then it would be incredibly embarrassing for me, and I I will have uh, uh, ruined all my plans for confident radio show hosting. Okay. I ran across a quote from Francis Thompson, and he's a poet in the... um, from the 19th century, I mean, uh, I don't know if earlier in my life I'd ever ran across his poems, poetry, but this quote was one of the quotes that um, really resonated with me, as they say. Look for me in the nurseries of heaven. And that generated a poem called Birthright 
there is no maternity leave. Unions created for the haven of Yemen start out from Earth. What really happens on Earth doesn't stay on Earth. The heart is not Earth-bound, bouncing back, reborn, the newborn, airborne, like guiding the little ones from the sleeper. When the one who left us here returns for us at last, for everlast, bound for home free since maternity, I find her expecting me to in eternity. Never begotten, Michael, were we ever even really on earth forgotten? My mother, my sister, our hearts has one animating pure joy, boundless in our father's nursery. Is this a debut of you of you singing on our show? Well, did you recognize those lines? They're, they're We're familiar. The, well, actually, I need to acknowledge. I need to acknowledge that I, I don't know what you call when it's not a superscript epigraph or an afterword, but it's kind of a uh, embedded, incorporated into the poem. It's a song from the Young Bloods. Uh, Come on, people now, smile on your brothers. And yeah. I could have spoken. I, yeah, and those two lines, I really like those. They just. I was listening to this song. You know, I've known it all my life, and I happened to be listening to it about this same time that I ran into this quote and I was working on this poem. And I said, oh, that, would, that seems to just uh, blend in so well. I think it could fit in right where it is, where I, I placed it currently. When the one who left us here returns for us at last. I just, that just resonated with me in the same way his line looked for me in the nurseries of heaven. As I understand it, Francis Thompson I believe that there was a strong, real and strong connection between this world, our existence now here in this world, and the one to you know, to arrive at in eternity. And I said, oh, I like that. I believe that. You know, uh, the Lord, the Our Father uh, on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, so it's not one foot in the grave. It's one foot already from the start in heaven, eternity, and we're just waiting for the other one to receive the miracle lift. <laughs> okay, well, that's about five minutes left. You might have a call or two who wants to try to get in. Uh, it's good calling in today, and you have a, a good holiday weekend. And uh, when's next month going to be June? June 22nd, uh, I think. Let me, I, I can hold on a sec well, here. Well, that's okay. Part no, I June. just go. It's, it's June 22nd. Yeah. June 22nd. Okay. Put it on your calendar and, uh, and unblock your phone. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Um, well, thank you so much. Uh, um, uh, talk to you next, probably talk to you in the near future, hopefully next month. Sounds good, Michael. Really appreciate you calling in as always, and uh, have a great rest of your day in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a few minutes left in the show. We got time to get one or two callers in. The number is uh, 646 716 7362. 
Uh, no content or style restrictions. I, should, I actually meant to mention after we played the uh, spoken word track from D Sunshine earlier, it did have some naughty words in it. So you can see, you know, the world didn't end. So we we, we allow anything and every every kind of uh, style, uh, rhyme, freeform, uh, 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 blue images, whatever you want to do, it's uh, it's no problem. Uh, but we've only got five minutes, so so call in now, and we'll, we'll get you on the on the air. We do this every single month, uh, without exception. We occasionally do, uh, I guess, a, a special version of the show, like when we, um, sometimes that's in addition to the open reading or uh, or instead of it, um, depending on the, my schedule for the month, really. Like, for example, uh, when we begin the poetry contest about a week into that, the special edition of Poetry Superhighway Live, um, which will be a conversation with the contest judges. Um, that's a cool one to listen to. Although you don't get to call in and, and read a poem, you could call in and ask the judges contest. And how how often, if you're considering entering a poetry contest, um, do you have the opportunity to um, to actually access the poetry contest judges to you know to number one just listen to what they have to say in terms of what they're looking for when they're scoring your poems. Uh, versus, uh, you know, just kind of sending stuff off blindly. And on top of which, um, uh, we, uh, you know, you, if you want to call in to ask a specific question, uh, you're welcome. Um, uh, you're welcome to uh, to uh, to do that. Um, so, and then, you know, we do a, a special version of the show at the end of the contest where we, we announce the winners, and if any of them are listening, they can call in. But typically, the show happens every single month, and um, the uh, next one will be on Sunday, June 2nd at 2 o'clock p.m. We just have three minutes left in the show. I've got someone uh, calling in right now from the 323 area code. Hello, 323. Hello. Hi, my name Hi. is Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Um, hi, I've been listening to your radio. It's my first time listening in. I'm so glad to have you listening in. Where, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Los Angeles. And, I know um, it well. Uh, I was actually at, uh, we met at a, a couple of weeks ago at um, at a poetry workshop with Matt Cedillo, and uh, you were one of the hosts, and that's the first time I heard you read. So I was inspired to give you a call. And, That's so um, cool. I remember that was. That, if you got a poem, why don't you read it? We've got you know, make it a short one because I've only got a couple minutes left. Um, okay. How about I just read an excerpt of it? Um, it's sure. called Oceanography, and it's from uh, my Love on Demand Global Poetry Project, where people custom order a poem from us, written on location, typed up, and ready for pickup in an hour, and the proceeds go to international charities. Uh, it's called Oceanography. Not mathematically, but in reverse. You are like the specific ocean, specifically kissing me awake. Pants on the outside of trousers. Superheroes, Hieronymus, instead of anonymous. Broken people rolling instead of sitting. The cast over my broken angle. You're like transatlantic saltwater, and I'm the frenzied fish. Insomniac shark. Too much carbon dioxide in the blood. You are two parts oxygen through this gash. A woman's gill. A woman's breath by motion. Our lives together now. Beginning in the middle. 
and spreading both ways like a palindrome, like handheld pyrotechnics, acrobatics, hydronautics, like the odd coupling of compound words, like prefixes mitched and maxed, like an accidental countdown, secret spandex, liftoff. With you, it is like the figure eight, like drawing a geometric shape in the air, like rubber stamps and their feet stomping, three-legged races. You are like a field of wind socks. You are earmuffs and mittens and rubber flippers on land. Kissing you is like the word snorkel. There's more, but I'll end it there. That's Thank good. you so we much. Got, Cynthia, really quickly, tell us the website for that project. Loveondemand.org. And this was actually a poem that was ordered through that project. Uh, one woman rolling her love on the wheelchair, and this is what came from it. Um, That's so cool. I've seen I've seen a lot of people doing these sort of poetry on demand projects, and and nothing as good as what I just heard from you. So check out loveondemand.org. Cynthia, I got to let you Thank go because I'm so out much. of time, but. Thanks so much for closing out the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening and calling in. Um, Our next show is Sunday, June 22nd at uh, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. I hope you call in. Um, Have a great rest of your uh, Memorial Day weekend, everyone, Uh, if you celebrate that here in America as we do.